Hey there, Benoa here, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Business of Everyday podcast. My earnest desire is that our time together each week would encourage, inspire, and equip you to live each day of your life graciously to the glory of God. On today's episode, I have my brother Peter Yankee joining me to talk about the reasons why as believers, we are constantly faced with challenging situations and how we can properly deal with these to ensure that we come out better and not better, drawing inspiration from Jesus' life while on earth as recorded in the scriptures. Now Peter is a theologian and a Bible teacher with a strong passion for God and youth empowerment. Okay now, let's get into it. One of the things Jesus made us aware of before leaving the face of this earth was the fact that we were going to be faced with lots of troubles, not because he's wicked or angry at us and for that matter, making us suffer for something we've done or haven't done, but mainly because we are living in a fallen world. And the thing about living in a fallen world is that sometimes, even if you don't go out looking for trouble, trouble just comes to knock on your door and introduces itself to you like, hey there. It's been a <laughs> it's been so quiet in here. Care for something? <laughs> but Jesus leaves us not without hope. In John 16, 33, he says, I have told you all these things so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you would have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Today we are going to talk about a passage in scripture from Mark 4, 35 to 41, you know, about Jesus calming the storm. And so we pray that by the end of this session, you'd find or receive whatever that's needed to go through whatever storm that you are faced with. Before we begin everything, I want to go through that scripture, I mean that passage, so that we take it from there. Mark 4, 35 to 41, I'm reading from the New King James Version. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, you do not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? <laughs> so over to you, Peter. What do you make of this? Well, this is an interesting passage in scripture and i would like to talk about three main things looking at this scripture i would like to talk about the reality of troubles in life the reasons why i believe these troubles come and then maybe also talk about how to respond to these troubles i want to kick start by reading a scripture from job 14 verse 1 from the new living translation it says how frail is humanity how short is life how full of trouble so from scripture when you read the king james it says that a man that is born of a woman has a short life but many troubles mm. so scripture established that we'll go through troubles even jesus himself made mention of that 
I think for most of us, our challenges, our theology is not full in the sense that most of us think that as believers, we are not supposed to go through challenges. That's how some people have been taught right from the church. So it's only few people that expect and anticipate for trouble Hmm. and prepare for. But most of us, we don't. And so when it happens, we intend to ask the question, why? And I sometimes ask, why not? Because sometimes we think that when we are working with God, especially when we think we are being obedient to his word and we are in the will of God, troubles shouldn't happen to us. Mm. But when you look at this passage, it was Jesus that said they should cross to the other side. Now, before they were crossed, they were doing ministry. Jesus was teaching a lot of parables. They've seen miracles, a lot of things happening. Now, that is the good side. So most of us, we are used to the good side and not the other side and Jesus said they should cross to the other side so I want you to first observe in the scriptures that it was Jesus that asked them to cross to the other side and the Bible says that he was even with them in the boat so I said I wanted to start by talking about the reality of troubles Mm. you go through the Bible and you realize that most people went through troubles even the greatest apostle of all time apostle Paul himself in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11, he was trying to give us what I call his resume about the challenges that he went through. And I want us to look at that scripture mm. in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. So I read from the New Living Translation. It says, There are servants of Christ. I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I have worked harder, being put in prison more often, being whipped times without number and face death again and again five different times the jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes three times i was beaten with rolls once i was stoned three times i was shipwrecked once i spent a whole night and a day adrift at sea i have traveled on many long journeys i have faced dangers from rivers from robbers i have faced dangers from my own people, the Jews, as well as from Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities, in the desert, on the seas. I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked harder and long during many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty, and I have often go without food. I have shivered in cold without enough clothing to keep me warm so look at all this thing that the apostle paul is recounting there's a man that wrote about two thirds of the new testament and look at the things that he went through sometimes without food he was stoned had shipwrecks and this is the apostle paul we are talking about in case you don't know the person we are talking about so challenges or troubles are part of life right in fact a parable jesus gave talking about the wise builder and the foolish builder or the unwise builder he says those who listen to his word and obey them he will liken them to the wise builder who built upon the rock now when you read that parable you realize that both houses faced the storm and the wind and the rain Hmm. but one was still standing because its foundation was firm because the foundation was strong because the foundation was solid so all of us are going to go through challenges but what will keep us standing is our foundation Mm. is whether we are building on rock or we are building on sand so that is the the challenge jesus was telling us how we are going to face troubles in this world Mm. but he says he has overcome the world so we should be at peace and that is the reality so 
all of us, no matter how spiritual you think you are, no matter how much you think God loves you. In fact, David was a man that the Bible referred to as a man after God's own heart. Right. And he spent almost half of his life in the wilderness. <laughs> and this is a man after God's own heart. John the Beloved, among the disciples, we are told he was the Beloved. And yet went to prison and never came back. So it is normal, I should say, for a believer to go through a challenge or to be encountered with trouble. Mm. But where I want to focus is some of the reasons looking at scripture, some of the things we can glean from scripture, why we are sometimes faced with these troubles. Mm. When we go back to the passage that we read, when the disciples went to Jesus to, to wake me up because of the storm, mm. Jesus calmed the storm. I heard you earlier reading the Passion Translation saying, have they not learned yet to trust him? Because right. they've worked with Jesus mm. for some time. And I believe some of the reason why sometimes we face challenges or troubles is because one, sometimes God wants to discipline us. Mm. And we'll, we'll see that in scripture. When you look at the story of Jonah, when he was going away from the will of God, God had to bring him back by a storm. You look at the prodigal son, God had to bring him back by a famine. Mm. So sometimes we face these troubles because God wants to discipline us. And when you read Psalm 199, verse 67, I read from the New Living Translation. And it says that, I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. Mm. And this is what the psalmist says. He says, I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. So I believe that sometimes we encounter troubles because God wants to reposition us. He wants us to be focused. He wants our attention towards certain direction. That is some of the reason why I think we mm. encounter challenges or trouble. And I also believe that sometimes we, we go through challenges so that we can fully depend on God. So I'm talking about dependency. Right. The first one I was talking about discipline and this one I'm talking about dependency. And I came across an interesting scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8-9 to 9, when Paul was saying that when they went to Asia Minor, they were faced with challenges that they thought they were even going to die right. because they had no hope. Mm. Then they realized that where they are, the only hope for them is to rely on God. Mm. And they did that and God saved them. Right. So most of us will not pray until we go through something. Mm -hmm. I believe that if there were not to be any storm, the disciples wouldn't have gone to Jesus to wake him up. Mm. If they had a nice seal, to, they wouldn't have gone. But they went to him because, <laughs> because there was a storm. Yeah, so sometimes problems or challenges or storms, as we are talking about, has a way of bringing us back to God mm. or letting us fully depend on God. Right. So these are some of the reasons. You know, people become prayer warriors when <laughs> they are faced with challenges. Of course. Yes. Of course. Or they normal circumstances, they will not pray. But when you go through a situation, you realize with this is beyond me. That is when we realize that there is a superior power. Yeah. Or that you know, can... I think most of the time, I think it's whether it is natural to humans or something when we are comfortable it is very difficult for us to like seek after god yes when we are very comfortable yes there's this time i had this session with dr patrick adunu and then i was asking him if like given the situations that he went through the challenges that he had to go through as a child and everything that he had to deal with the broken home and all that if everything was smooth for him as a child 
would he have pushed to get all the things that you know he did he he was like he doesn't think so even with the fact where he got to really chase after god like i really desire to know more about you and all that he doesn't think that it would have maybe because his father is a disciplinarian like you know that kind of thing that's religious thing where you go but then having that um, personal relationship with god where you know you're after him not because of what you're going to get but you know you really want his heart and what's on his heart being personally there are times that i look back and i'm like charlie if this situation didn't really happen i don't think i would have sought god in a way because right now constantly i'm i'm on him god <laughs> because you look forward you look back like you look side and side and you're like there is no one so really if we begin to see troubles and all these challenges as something that god is using to draw our attention to something would rather get the benefit there in that challenge rather than we prolonging whatever season that we are in that we needed to learn something for us to get out of it sure so yeah yeah so that is very important and apostle paul once wrote in second corinthians chapter one verse eight to nine he says from the new living translation he says we think you ought to know dear brothers and sisters about the trouble we went through in the province of asia we were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure and we thought we would never live through it in fact we expected to die but as a result, we stop relying on ourselves and learn to rely only on God who raises the dead. Now, I love the nine. He says that, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stop relying on ourselves <laughs> and learn to rely only on God. You know, when you have options, you think, oh, God is not. But when yeah. you have no option, so they were expecting to die. But he says that taught them that they have to stop relying on themselves right. and rely on God. And some of us, the only way to learn that lesson is when we are hit with a storm. Mm. And so God will allow that to happen to us because mm. he needs our attention. So, and so, I, I like the word you use that God would allow that, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people find themselves in certain situations and thinking that it is God who brought, like, it is God who brought this upon me. It doesn't make you, I mean, submit to him. Because, I mean, the person who is coming to save you is the same person bringing this upon <laughs> you. Then how do you yes, go about yes, this? Yes. So I'm really glad you mentioned that God allowed it. It doesn't necessarily mean that he is bringing this thing. But no. as we already stated, we are living in a falling world. So the trouble, even if you don't go and look for it, it will come. Knocking. Yes. You know, one of the lessons I've learned from the Bible is that even the people that we sometimes see them as wicked, even the devil, ultimately works for the purposes of god right for example when you read the book of judges you realize that anytime the children of israel will sin god will raise a king mm. that will come and then invade them yeah. and then take them captive right. and then when they start crying unto god <laughs> then god will go and deliver and that's the story that was running through the book of judges and god intended to even punish that king that took them captive so it's not that god is wicked and he brings trouble on us no but sometimes he allows it so that he can get us to where he wants us to be. Yeah. So we are looking at some of the reasons why we go through troubles or challenges as believers. When you read the Bible, King Jehoshaphat, when he was informed that four kings are coming against him. Mm. The Bible says he assembled all the people and they went to God in fasting and prayers. And God brought deliverance. So it helps us to rely on God. That's right. 
And then the other thing that I also want to talk about is that I think it also bring to bear God's power, what I will call the deliverance of God. Mm. Throughout the Bible, anytime there is a miracle, that miracle is preceded by a yeah, trouble. trouble yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so if you get married and three months you are pregnant, <laughs> entering the year, you've given birth the next year. You see it to be normal and yeah. we take things for granted. Okay, but yeah. when you've married for five years without a child, ten years <laughs> without a child, and then God gives you one, so hey, this is the power of God. Yeah. So anybody that experienced miracle in the Bible had a situation. Anybody. So I don't see how we sometimes want to enjoy the miracles of God without situations. I don't know how that will work. So sometimes so that we can see the deliverance of God. So you look yeah. at the scripture we read in Second Corinthians, it says that. We were in trouble, expecting to die. But that was where the deliverance of God came mm. in. We relied on him and then he delivered us. Yeah. I mean, you know, not cutting you, but my mind is drawn back to the time where the Israelites were getting away from Egypt and, you know, the people also followed after them and then they had to get to the Red Sea. Now, you know, there's trouble behind us. There's trouble in front of us. What do we do? So if they didn't have to come face to face with trouble in front and trouble behind, they wouldn't know there is a God who is able to part yes. you know, the sea for there to be dry land, for them to walk across. Yes. And so sometimes, I mean, in when we go through scripture and we are talking about all these things, it's, I mean, it boots your faith. I mean, earlier we were talking, I was like, <laughs> I was like, some of these things, when we are talking about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we talk about these things, I mean, you are challenged. To even believe God and trust God the more because you know that he's done it for these people. It's the same God. He has not changed. Maybe the way he works now, he's not static. He's dynamic. So there will be things that will not happen the same way, but he's still the same God. His character hasn't changed. Sure. And so if we are trusting him for something that has been done, even the things that has not been done before, the people have to trust him for that thing to happen. Sure. So if you are able to believe for it, that thing is able to happen. Sure. And so, I mean, this is something that we really should really look at. I was going to ask you about what I said earlier in terms of this scripture that we are reading, all these things, all nice, boosting our faith <laughs> and all that. But <laughs> you are talking about, okay, he says that in this world, you are going to face trouble, but take heart. What does take heart cry even mean? But we'll get there. <laughs> take heart because I've overcome the world. Okay. We've overcome the world, but that doesn't insulate me from the troubles that are going to come. Yes. I'm still going to have to face those troubles. Now I have read the scripture. Now the situation has come and now I, I, I don't even know what to do. Like you've read it. You sometimes you get to the point where, okay, God is able to feed you. Even the birds, what work do they do? I mean, if they go up and down, but then God is able to feed them that they don't sleep hungry. Even the birds. Now that a hunter can just, you know, target and then shoot right now and go and use for, for meat. You get it. God is able to take care of all of them, even the plants, the flowers. God is able to dress them beautifully. That even Solomon in all of his splendor cannot match. Then how much more our God, the one who gave his only son to die for our sins. Why wouldn't he take care of us? Now here is the issue. Marrying the situation <laughs> Marrying the situation I'm in right now with what the word of God is saying and how my present situation is also looking some way and how my stomach is also, you know, feeling some way. Sometimes it's it's really tough. It's really tough when you are talking about these things and you're like, Charlie, practically, how how does this thing work? How is God going to deliver me? Like now and days too, he's not sending manna from heaven. Like you'll be there to drop for you to take and eat. So how really are we supposed to, you know, navigate the times when we talk about all these things? 
I think one of the scriptures that really blessed my life was the scripture that says that the ways of God are not our ways mm. and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Right. You, you realize that when the disciples were faced with a storm, the Bible said they were terrified right. and afraid, but Jesus was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and we had already established that. You were sleeping that. on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and we had already established okay. the fact that the reality is all of us are going to go through trouble one way or the yeah. other. So Jesus was the one that said they should cross to the other side. Mm. Now, the Bible said God is not a man that he would lie. Mm. It couldn't have happened that yeah. they wouldn't have gotten to the other side. Yeah. Once he said it, so you may see things happening around, but what does the word mm. say? So once it is said in the word, we need to have assurance. Mm. That's why when, when they, they wake me up, he didn't even respond to them. He just calmed the storm. <laughs> and yeah, I, said, I, think, <laughs> I think he, it's not like I think, he knew exactly what was going to happen. Of course, that, is the, point, that is the point I want to make. He knew everything. You see, God, you see, God nothing takes God by surprise. <laughs> With God, nothing happens oh, in your God. life and you say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know this one was coming. Because he knows all about the past. He knows everything yeah, about the present. He knows everything yeah. about the future. So nothing takes God by surprise. Right. He knows th- there will be a storm. But he was expecting them to have some courage. Yeah. I mean, they say, don't Ali you care that we are going yeah. to die? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that part of me. Like, so it's, God, it's yeah. the fear of death. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes our fear overwhelms us and we even forget about scripture. Yeah. When, that, that's, when, true. When, that's true. Yes, when we are really faced with these hot issues, you know, there's one thing that really also caught my attention in terms of the time where Jesus was asleep and then the storm was raging and all that. Like, like having the word, Jesus is the word. They had the word with them. And yet the presence of the word didn't deter the storm from coming. <laughs> it didn't deter the storm from raging. Yes. The word was right with them. Yes. The word was there. Yes. And so in life, I mean, it's not just about knowing the word they knew jesus he was there of course i even it's made mention that, yeah i even made mention that the man after god's own heart went through challenges yeah the beloved of jesus went through challenges so you can have the scripture can dwell in you richly as the bible says in colossians that let the word of god dwell in you richly you, you can be the most spiritual and you will face challenges yeah but sometimes sometimes we focus too much on the challenge and forget what we have or mm. the promises that we've been given mm. or the assurances that we have that is what happened and that is something that you brought my mind on that the word was with them yeah. in the boat yeah he had power over nature yeah they knew that yeah <laughs> but they were still afraid so they instead of them speaking like activating their word yes. rights with yes. them they didn't yes they were rather you know being taken by you know the fear that yes. was like they were looking they around were rather questioning the yes, <laughs> looking around ah, are you still sleeping i'm sure the way they were looking at him they even went to shake him like bible says they shook him yes and and when he came to the store the bible said they asked who is this man <laughs> who is this man yeah I believe that at that time, they had a different perspective of who Jesus was. Because for them to even say, you know, they said the disciples were absolutely terrified. Hmm. Even when the storm was raging, I mean, they were afraid. But here, that he has calmed (laughs) the storm, now they were absolutely terrified. I think maybe the first time they had some space for, you know, some, maybe some faith somewhere. But so, now, so does that suggest that they didn't know you could calm the storm? It's, it's, or that <laughs> they were thinking they are, they are with a ghost in maybe, uh, maybe. I don't know. This draws my mind to sometimes, you know, when we are expecting something to happen, 
they are praying, believing God for something, expecting that something will happen. Then the thing happens, then you're like, hey, did this, <laughs> did this really happen? Like, so what were you praying about? Sometimes I'm, I'm confused with like our reaction. It's not like, okay, is it that you are surprised or you didn't expect that God would do it? Like, I think that that is how, you know, there's a movie called, I don't know if it was the, the Courageous movie or something. I don't know if you've watched it. But the little girl had this asthmatic um, issue and she was an athlete. So they were going through this competition and everyone was, they were trained and she had done so well, they had gotten to the finals or something. The man that was training her was really like, I don't know if he was a pastor or something, but he really had the sound word. Uh -huh. So the very day that they were expecting that everything goes, I don't know, they, were, they had faith, they were believing that, I mean, something good will come out of this thing. And then there were two people that were leading. The girl who was asthmatic wasn't leading. The other one was leading, but it got to a point where they had not seen trace of this asthmatic girl. So perhaps they were thinking that maybe she's fainted somewhere or something. And then getting to the end, this girl now appears and she was leading. And the reaction from all the people, it was like, ah, you people. So when I was like, ah, this was it that they weren't believing that God yeah, could yeah, help I've, this girl. I've watched you, that you, movie, yes. yes. That, that, that particular, you know, scene, I was like, this is so practical. This is so real. When we are praying for certain things, we are looking for certain things from God and then he finally does it. Like, then we start to sing certain uh, songs. I think, I think this is not uh, only modern day Christian okay. practice. You look at the Bible, when Peter was in jail and the rest of the disciples were praying for him. <laughs> They were praying, an angel went to jail to deliver Peter. Then Peter came and knocked at the door. Yeah. Rhoda went and checked and said, oh, Peter is alive. Said, Peter cannot be alive. So my one. question is, what were they praying <laughs> for? He's not the one. You are praying something, something that you've yes. gathered all of them. So it's, it's his angel, but Peter, <laughs> there, he can't be alive. But that was that's what true. they were praying for. That's, so that's so uh, there's nothing new under the sun, as the Bible <laughs> says. So we're talking about the reasons, yeah. some of the reasons why we think we are faced with uh, storms and troubles and, and challenges and i was talking about sometimes so that god can show his miraculous power so that yeah. we can see the deliverance of god in our life another thing that i think is one of the reasons we go through challenges is that sometimes god wants us to god wants to take us to some depth mm. in him there are certain things that we will not learn on our hello high with jesus sometimes pain has a way of teaching us something right and one of my favorite writers, Rick Warren, if you have read Purpose Driven Life, is the mm. best book to read after the Bible. Arguably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I came across a piece that he wrote, and he said, God could have kept Joseph out of jail, kept Daniel out of the lion's den, mm. kept Jeremiah from being tossed into a slimy pit, mm. kept Paul from shipwreck three times and kept the three Hebrew young men from being thrown into the blazing furnace. Mm. But he didn't. He let those problems happen, and every one of those persons was drawn closer to God as a result. Right. So, so look at what he's saying. So sometimes, some of the things that happen to us, it takes us deeper in God. Mm. It brings us closer. Right. There, there is a scripture in 2 Corinthians, I believe so, that talks about, yes, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. He says, God is the God of all comfort. He comforts us in our trouble so that mm. we can also comfort others That's right. when they are in trouble. So sometimes pain has a way of teaching us. Mm -hmm. as, as I said, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. He says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is our merciful Father 
and the source of all comfort. Mm. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others when they are troubled. We will be able to give them the same comfort God has given to us. Mm. And it is very powerful that God (laughs) makes us go through some things so that we can offer that help to others when they are going through that. You know, know, God made us for community. He created us to be a family. So when he looks at you, he doesn't just see you. He sees me. He sees other believers. And so whatever it's going to take for all of us to grow as a body, he will not waste your pain. Your pain, whatever you are going through that you think that, oh, okay, why am I going through this? Why am I struggling so much? I mean, there's something at the end for you, but not just that. There's someone else connected to your destiny that your problem that you've gone through, that you've been able to sail through, you'll be able to help someone who is on that same path, who would not have to go through the severities of, perhaps that person cannot handle it because of maybe the person's capacity. Maybe you have the capacity to be able to go through that thing fully and realize all that is in for you in that moment. But another person might look at your situation and whatever you went through and how you dealt with it and then be equipped to face life even better, live victoriously. I mean, see the the books in the Bible, all the the apostles, the prophets, all these people, they didn't have the benefits of these things, but we do. How? By their life that they live. And so we are also like, walking bibles and the bible said yes. all of this has been documented so that we'll learn yeah from it. yes yeah so if someone has been able to go through all those things for us to know that there's a god who answers there's a god who wants relationship with the people he created then we know that it doesn't end with us something also follows and so our lives must also be a blessing unto others yes. as we are blessed not just for us but also to be a blessing unto others yes personally in my life i feel very blessed this week because after church one of the elders called me and said young man i've been admiring you from afar i believe there are some things i went through that you shouldn't go through Mm. and he began to talk to me about some things and interestingly the things he was talking about are things i've been praying about and thinking about so i was like wow is god answering my prayer through Mm. this man (laughs) so quickly when i came i sent him a message that you have no idea how much I appreciate the talk that we had today. Mm. So that is it. And sometimes we go through these things because of discipleship. God wants us to disciple others. That's you right. made mention of a movie. I watched this movie, The War Room. Mm. One of and my was, favorites. There was this old lady who was mentoring this young lady because yeah. of the challenges yeah. she was having in her marriage. And yes. I think she's called Miss Clara. Yes, Miss Clara. <laughs> and you know, at the end, she told the mentee that it is now time for you to also find another young woman yeah. and mentor and, her. Yeah. So, you see, for discipleship, we, we go through something so that we can also help others to yeah. pass through. So, and even with that movie, you realize that if the lady, her real name is, she's my name, so let me, she's Priscilla Shira. So, okay. <laughs> so, if she didn't find that old woman, like, the woman was obviously she's gone through experiences yes you know that this lady things that this lady will bring on board and it's like this is serious this, then the woman will be laughing it's <laughs> like you know she's seen these things yes. and she's seen how to go through it so life becomes so easy yeah. and i mean you can really face whatever is, is facing you when you have someone who has already walked that path that you're trying to walk who is leading you guiding you directing you you know obviously the person should be you know a believer with that, you know that the Holy Spirit is also influencing the person so that you don't, I mean, 
human beings, they'll tell you 10 left and then you enter into a gutter. Yeah. But then when the Holy Spirit is leading, you know, we do not miss our providential way. So I believe that if the lady in the movie, if the lady didn't meet that old woman, I mean, she would have dealt with things differently and things would not have turned out as it did. Maybe by the time she realized it would have been too late, the husband would be doing certain things. Yes. So yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's a so, really good so one. So to summarize all that I've said, about the reasons i said we go through troubles because sometimes god wants to discipline us so that we can depend on him so that he, he will bring his deliverance so that he takes us into some depths and for discipleship now how, how do we respond to troubles when they come our right, way yeah the first thing is that we have to know that the peace of god is with us mm. you know there is peace in god's word so jesus was expecting them to be at peace because he had he, told them yeah that they should cross to the other mm. side. So he wasn't expecting them to be anxious and terrified yeah. and afraid. So when we are faced with challenges, we should know what scripture says and we should be calm. That is what the Bible is trying to teach us, right. that in our challenge, we should remain calm. That's right. And the, the other thing is we should also know the purpose of God for our life. Mm. Now, these people were in God's purpose. They were in God's world. Jesus said they should cross to the other side. <laughs> so they were obedient to the words of Jesus. Yeah. So we have to know the purpose of God for our life. When you look at a man like Joseph in the Bible, I mean, God gave him a dream, but how he got there was something else. Right. It was zigzag, false accusation, ended up in prison, sold to the Egyptians, a whole lot of things. But at the end, he got to where God wanted him to be. Right. So we need to respond that way by knowing God's purpose for our life. And then the last thing I think I'll talk about is to know God's promise for us. Mm. God's promise for us. That we should know that he can never fail. Mm. his word can never fail yeah. his promises will surely come to pass so when god says something it will surely come to pass yeah. but how it will happen we don't know i think sometimes our problem is that we tend to be doing some calculations for yeah. god so to. we look at circumstances and we are trying to balance the sheet and <laughs> the thing is not balancing so we intend to god how are you going to do it but in all when god speaks we should be fully convinced that what he has said Will come to pass i believe these are some lessons that will help us when we are faced with challenges and yeah. troubles yeah you know jesus's posture when the disciples woke him up when the storms you know were raging like he was so calm as you mentioned he was so calm i believe one of the reasons is that he knew his father was with him he knew his father was with him and this is a promise that god has given us that he will never leave nor forsake us so regardless of what is happening like we need to be still and speak the word that he has given us over that situation because that is what Jesus did. He literally was like, okay, you people, I'm with you and you are still not recognized. Okay, let me get up and show you how to do it. You know, because he was literally the word. I believe Jesus wouldn't have had to even speak anything if the people had recognized that he is with us. There's no need for, the, the storm would have calmed on its own. It's like, you are not important. Our focus is not on you. Yeah. So the storm would have even calmed. Yeah. But because they didn't recognize that the word was with us right here. Like, he is here. And so we don't need to fear. Whatever happens, he's sleeping. We will all die together. <laughs> we will all die together. Yeah, what's the worst? We will all die together. And so if we really come to the point where we understand that, okay, Jesus is with us and there's a promise. He will never leave nor forsake us. Regardless of what our situations are saying or like our situation is telling us, we can have a whole lot of chaotic things happening around us. Economic situations, <laughs> up and down, you know, um, family problems, all these things. But 
none of these things, you know, is enough to separate us from the love of God. And he has said it. And so we should, even in these times, like we are in a new year, we should realize that the fact that we are Christians is not going to insulate us from problems, but we should change our mindset concerning problems that it will come. But as it is coming, how are we equipping ourselves to face all the challenges that are going to come our way? And as Jesus lived victoriously, we also can because he is with us and he has empowered us, you know, given us his peace and everything. So when we focus on him and take our attention of other things, everything will calm down just as he has told us. Thanks for listening today. I hope this has inspired you. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the podcast so you do not miss an episode. I hope to meet you again next week right here on the Business of Everyday podcast. See you.